Welcome to Middlebrook Memories Podcast. I am Jerry, otherwise known as Glacier Prince, and my co-host is Hitchcock, otherwise known as Alfred Henry. Our mission on this podcast series is to explore the stories behind the magic that was created at Middlebrook. When over a span of four years, between 1982 and 1986, we saw the transformation of a small co school with less than 1,200 students, 800 boys, 800 girls and 400 boys into a successful sports and scholastic champion, winning seven major trophies, three Sunlight Cup, two Tapping Cup, one Walker Cup and one Nutriment Shield. And to crown these achievements, Meadowbrook also produced two Rhodes Scholars, Cavell Creighton in 1987 and Andrea Wright in 1989. Both graduates of Meadowbrook in 1983. In this podcast series, we'll be speaking to persons, both males and females, who were actively involved in this incredible journey, along with friends and staff at Meadowbrook, which inspired the environment which created this golden era. We hope you enjoy our discussion. Please give us as much support and encouragement as you can on whatever social media platform you are listening. Welcome and thanks for joining us. Oh, all right, ready. All right, today is Friday, July 22nd, 2022. I welcome back to another conversation about Meadowbrook Memories. Me, as usual, Jelly, our Glister, our Prince, our Lance, and by now, no, so any one of those names will do. Enough <laughs> name. <laughs> today we are joined as course, today we are joined as course by one, the one and only Mark Livermore. Without her, Tyler Seffert, all of these conversations involving female would not be happening. So I have to thank her for that. Also, John, as on the conversation, is someone who don't need an introduction because he has speaking to come in and help with coursing and chat notice. My good friend, Tony Moore. Our guest this week first came to Meadowbrook. Our guest, our, sorry, our guest this week is, is a first because... This is the first time we'll be having a Meadowbrook couple on these Meadowbrook Memories conversations, so this should be good. The White and Lysander Lawrence both started in Meadowbrook in the same year, 1978. Both had the same surname. And they were both teachers. Hey, hey, hey. Don't start. Don't and they were both teachers at school, and they were both our brothers and sisters. Don't start. The White went to Dwayne Park Primary before he came to Meadowbrook. And Lysander went to St. John the Primary and grew up in the same area where my wife grew up. Which I affectionately call my wife a junglist. And for, uh-huh. those, and for those who aren't familiar with the lingua, that's Arnett Garden Community in South St. Andrew. Both the White and Lysander left Meadowbrook in 1983, but they are here tonight to tell us their Meadowbrook memories and especially how two people with the same surname ended up getting married. But the White and Lysander is here to tell the stories. So welcome the White, introduce yourself, and then Lysander introduce yourself afterwards, and then Margaret and Tony. Go ahead, the White. First, you just introduce After yourself where you come, Meadowbrook. Go ahead. After that introduction, can I go any further? <laughs> but can you just throw me in a whole pile of mix-up a while ago? <laughs> I'm going to lead off by saying that my memories of Meadowbrook High School started off with me not even knowing about Meadowbrook High School. Mm-hmm. Right? I went to do any part primary, took my common entrance, was at the house looking for my two picks, Casey and Calabar, because my brother went to Casey. 
only to hear my my next door neighbor screaming out my name. And when I went over to her house, she told me I was going to Meadowbrook High School. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that, man. We'll get to that, Dwight. Man, go get to that. Oh. But go introduce yourself first, and then we'll come back to that. All right, no problem. Yeah, man, we'll get to that. Um, listen, introduce yourself. Just say where you're going to Meadowbrook, and from where you're to where you're. Oh. So, so hi, I, I'm Lysander, yes, Lawrence, but uh, again, we'll explain that. We're not <laughs> brother and sisters. We did our homework. Um, went to Meadowbrook 1978 to 83. Um, graduated then and uh, actually lived in Jamaica for a few years before I actually um, migrated here. So I feel like my memories is going to be a little bit different from some of the others, mm. but uh, as we talk, we'll figure that out. Yeah, man. Yeah. And Margaret, reintroduce back yourself. Welcome back. Hey, um, Margaret Livermore. <laughs> good, good, good friend of the the Lawrences from nine. Met both of them in nineteen seventy eight. Yep. Graduated in 83, although I left Meadowbrook in 84. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Tony. Yeah. And Tony Moore, introduce yourself. Reintroduce back yourself, my brother. Yeah, man. Respect, Jelly, Lysander, Dwight, Margaret. Um, always a pleasure, Jelly. Um, special pleasure this time because, um, you know, I've known um, Dwight more than Lysander, but I've known him since high school days. Uh, um, Dwight and I go back from playing sports, from, and we'll get into that later. But here's what I will say, though. I've seen them as a medical couple together, and I've seen them in their own space. And I will tell you that what they have is special. And I'll also tell you that the chemistry that dates back to high school is just something you can't recreate. And so they're <laughs> in a special place. So happy to be here with them. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, man. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. So by now, you know, if you listen to some of the podcasts, but someone don't listen. So the first <laughs> question, <laughs> the first question we always ask Dwight, I'm going to start with you. Most of the time, I'm going to start off with you with the question. Did you choose Meadowbrook or Meadowbrook choose you? Meadowbrook choose me. Okay. Without a doubt. Go into that then. Go into that, Dwight. Tell me how that go. So, you know, going back, you know, common entrance, you know, it's one of those things where didn't know about Meadowbrook, didn't know Meadowbrook High School existed till common entrance and my next door neighbor telling me that I was going to Meadowbrook. First and foremost, I had to find out where it was. And um, when I showed up, it was quite an amazement for me because I was not expecting to go to a co-ed school again. You know, but got there and it was, I was pleasantly surprised mm. that way. And it, go ahead. No, man, why were you surprised? You were pleasantly surprised. Let me ask you well, why. Well, you know, the, the, the whole feel of the school, you know, because, of course, when I got there, it was Mr. Thorpe's last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting the feel of the school and everything, getting the feel of the people, realize that... Um, it was you you could form a family if you wanted to put it that way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right um, that's that was the beginning of <laughs> where where i am right the beginning of the story well, the way, I, 
It's it yeah. did for my family. I don't know. We're just going to say that to him. Thank you. That kid, you did. Did, exactly. Hey, hey, you do realize that I said, we are good for my family if you want to. Right? Wait, 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 is it my turn? Yeah, man, listen, sorry, sorry, we're not leaving you. Don't worry. Did you choose Meadowbrook or Meadowbrook choose you? So, so okay. So, um, Meadowbrook chose me because uh, similar to, to Dwight's and uh, I'm sure uh, quite a few others, I n- had no idea where Meadowbrook was that Meadowbrook existed. Um, the schools that I've chosen, I, I had chosen Holy Childhood and Woolmers only because I had really good friends that attended those, those schools. So, and like Dwight, I, I was okay with an all-girls school. So when I was looking and didn't see it, I was like, okay, darn, here we go. Where am I going to go to school? And then similar to him, it's a friend of my mom's that actually pointed it out um, because we weren't looking anywhere else. So when they they saw the name I told her, I'm like, okay. When I got there, it, it was um, different because... Uh, for one, I was always um, a loner, if you will. I kind of kept to myself. I'm not as, I don't make friends as easily, I think, as others do. So it, it for me, was a little difficult adjusting for the fact that I knew no one there. And as for the making family, yes, I came away with great friendships, sisters, and and eventually a husband who just disowned me, but it's okay. <laughs> well, you said it in, you, you almost, or you you didn't say you, you had a family out of it. We'll visit that statement later. <laughs> yeah, we know what that. Meadowbrook members are talking about. We'll soon come to that. No? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Dwight, you come up on the Meadowbrook campus now. Oh my goodness! And the first day you come up on the campus, what was the, what was what where what stand out to you? The first day, the first week, the first term, what stand out to you? you remember the most? Um, the thing that I remember the most was um coming from primary school in Duane Park and going to Meadowbrook. It was almost like a different kind of culture. Mm-hmm. Because it was the people were different. Um, getting going into the whole um, sword I'm looking for. It's like the structure of what high school was going to bring for me was it was a lot different. So for me, going into high school, it was it was just a whole different feel. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that I was di- doing different classes and all of that stuff and now had to make a whole new slew of friends. Mm-hmm. So, so what impression you get when you come on the campus in terms of say, come on, and you say, where the school was, you say you never know where Meadowbrook there before, right? Throws you. Yeah. What impression it, you get, the first, the first impression you come on, you look on Meadowbrook and you say, wait, okay. That made, uh, I was uptown with a whole bunch of uppity people. <laughs> <laughs> so you still about doing the park? You still go doing the park primary? You still about doing the park? Yep. Okay. <laughs> so 
I, I'm up in Meadowbrook now, and I'm like, okay, so I'm up with some rich people. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how this venture is going to go. I work out, yeah. I come from Promocab, but I never see it as up to me. I say, yeah, man, some nice girl there, so that's all I did say. And I say <laughs> <laughs> so, Liz, the first, yes? imp- the first impression you got when you come up on the campus now, because you come from downtown, as they say, and you have to take a whole heap of bus. I don't know if the wife yes. will come at school, but you, your journey to school has been a long journey. What impression you get when you come up on the campus? So for me, um, getting to the campus, the first thing was it was a smaller school than I had thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I just thought it was going to be bigger. But but smaller was good for me because that means there was less people around only because of what my personality was mm-hmm. so I thought all right this is easier for me for me to navigate so I appreciated the fact that it was a smaller campus than even the ones that I'd chosen mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. and I mean the location I, I I like the location but similar similar to Dwight I figured okay all right um I'm gonna run into some people that feel like they might be a little bit better than others I tried not to prejudge, but I had some of those experiences as time went on. Um, but I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't. I, I didn't expect it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So do I just say your brothers? Then you have two brothers. We got two. They were all older brothers. They went to, to different uh, no. schools. Um, I have an older brother that went to Kingston College, and my younger brother actually followed me to Meadowbrook. Oh, really? It's yeah. interesting. So when follow your Meadowbrook? Him choose Meadowbrook or Meadowbrook choose him too? No, him the two bad and him couldn't get into school. So my parents actually came up there and spoke to Miss Millwood, who actually got him into the school. <laughs> oh, I got you, I got you. Do I can't believe the white just put that out there like that. <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, yes, my yes, God. I yes, I did. <laughs> Margaret, how long you know me now? Okay. Uh, anybody was over young guy? What, what, what farm was in? Um, he was two farms below. Two farms below, okay. Yes. I was on the Corrado, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what, where you come on? Sorry, go ahead, Dwight. Go ahead. I remember, I remember um, them affectionately referring to Dwight's brother as Sister Red. So yes. My big brother, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what them they call him because him the red man's face with him red here. Oh, right. yeah. What's the picture? I can't visualize it. But I remember you, Dwight, very well, but I don't remember your brother at all. Mm-hmm. I don't remember your brother, but I remember you. Once, once you sent me the picture, I remember you very well, man, because you always, I light up the campus with a broad smile. I always remember that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, under, the, under the, the guidance of Mr. Strudwick. Oh, yeah, you talk about him. I'll get into that. I'll get into that. I'm a good guy. Yeah. Me and him start my work together. So, yeah. yeah well, yes. I, mean, I look like him, spy a whole heap. So, you come on from the campus now. Hold on. But Liz, you had brothers and sisters go to a different school. Who? So. Yeah, go ahead. Talk about okay. that. Now, go ahead. What was. What, what no, was man, the question is, you know, did your brother and sister look by your school and I say, where are you going to look for? Or... I, actually, no, no. Um, so, I'm the youngest of, of five. And um, at, my older sister went to Charles Smith Comprehensive High School, which is the neighborhood school. Your community school, yeah. Right, and and my brother, my the brother that I followed, uh, went there as well. Mm-hmm. So when 
I, I, like I said, I thought I was going to end up going there as well, because especially when I didn't see my name on any of the high schools that I'd chosen. Mm-hmm. So we all went to primary school together. So it was new for me to now be away from them. Mm-hmm. So it's not that they figured that, okay, Rotten, now she gone all the way at Meadow Card thing. I, I, I think they were okay with it because they figured, uh, the neighborhood school compared to me going to Meadowbrook and getting exposure and meeting different people and all of that, they were actually okay with it. I didn't get, they didn't give me any kind of flack for it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I just miss not being um, around them, like I said, because they were always like my support system. Again, I'm the baby, I'm the spoiled one. They always looked out for me, all Mm -hmm. of that kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. I, I knew I would have to, Fend for myself, so to speak. So you come up on campus. I'm mean, gonna come back to you, Dwight. I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask Liz this question first. You come up on yeah. campus now. Who are some of the students and teachers who inspired you in the first term? Apart from the white, coming if I'm inspired from early. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not falling for it. Really. I'm not falling for it. I'm focusing on the question. <laughs> Inspiration wise, um, teachers, um, Mr. Bell Navis was my history teacher. That's a Gerald Bell Navis. Gerald Bell Navis, yeah, I'm a good friend, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I he because of him, I learned to appreciate history, okay, nice. And, And we had conversations, you know, about life as well. You know, based on I'm a student, he's a teacher, whatever. Because I also heard that there was some kind of other stuff, but we're not gonna go there. But he he was very he was very inspirational to me. I appreciated also. Um, what's the other bio teacher, Maxine, the lady? Oh, Miss Barbara. Um, yes. Barbara. Yes. yes. Mrs. Her. Bramley. Mrs. Bramley, no, yes, Mrs. Bramley. Sorry, yes, you married Mrs. Bramley by that time, maybe. Yes, yes, yes. I was listening to you guys uh, podcast the other day with Max, and that baby in the jar that y'all were talking about, I remember it. Yep, yep, yep. Everybody remembered the baby, but I, only after Tony Moore mentioned it. I remembered it clearly when he said it. I'm like, dang, he is so right. Yep, we're looking at it. So I, I appreciated her because I, I feel like even in her her teachings, she, she kept it real. She had honest conversations as well. Mm-hmm. Um and and I I think I grew to appreciate differences in people, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So from some of the conversations that I've had with Mr. Belnick with her, um other teachers. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to help jog my memory because I feel like some of the memories are kind of blocked out. <laughs> but Jelly, if I may ask a question, yeah, man, go ahead, Tony, go ahead. And, um, um, you know, most females in first and second form also had a, or I if I call it inspiration, maybe I call it fascination for Mr. Near. I'm just curious for you. Uh, no, no, I was not a part of that club. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> furthest thing from my mind. <laughs> but I, I, I knew that it existed, Tony. I know it was out there, but no, I was not a part of that club. 
I don't think we had him as a teacher. Did Do you remember? No, that? we didn't. Yeah, we didn't have him as a teacher. So I didn't have any reason to get to know him any more than him being a teacher there. Yeah. <laughs> Need support, I like that. Tony, right? No <laughs> school girl in a jelly, you know. No school girl, I walk, I walk pathway and 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 I put this on here. Can we hear it in the classroom? Yeah, no. man, yeah. I, I hear about that club that was as as this and I put it. I heard about that club, so no worries. <laughs> I'm blessing school, blessing school. We're not talking a disrespect. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the why the question go to you too, you know. See, ask, ask, you know, who are some of the teachers or the schoolmates apart from the oh. Zander who inspired you? Wow. Early in the middle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't lead a part of the OT. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest because I, as weird as it is, Mr. Nair. And Mr. Hare, the PE teacher, was the only two teachers that actually at any time ever sat down and had any conversations with me as far as where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. I never had any other teacher approach me at the level that they did. So it was like they were look, trying to figure out what I wanted to because I was so active in sports, especially, you know, I'd pretty much took part in every sports that Mr. Hero coached. Hmm. So to expand on the conversation the way, I mean, never know that. Tell me how that you go. Tell me how that conversation of if you want to share that. Um well, you know, he he wanted to know if I wanted like Mr. Hero wanted to know if I wanted to pursue um sports outside of school. Mm-hmm. Right. And at the time, you know, at that age, it was something I was interested in. Mm-hmm. But you know, as time progressed and got to fifth form and life to a monkey wrench into plans, it never um, came to fruition. Mm-hmm. But something that I've always wished I had the opportunity to do. Mm-hmm. Because right after school, my parents snatched me up and took, migrated right to America. So I never had the chance. That's why I didn't even get a chance to go to sixth form. Because... The whole fifth form graduation for me, that was my end of school because they are they had their plans. Yeah, yeah. Enough, enough. I have a quick question for Dwight. Yeah. If you had your choice mm-hmm. um, in terms of a sporting career, which one would you have chosen? Track. Really? Track and yeah. field. That's a good question, Margaret. Okay. And I feel that would be so, good. Expand on that, do I? Why expire you for the track? I talk Jelly, before this track. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Tony. Sorry. Before, before do I expand upon that? Do I underselling himself in a huge way? Because, you see, I got there in second. When I'm in first form, do I just in second form, right? Do I, and do I, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm going by memory here. Right. Do I played Pepsi? And I thought maybe he was the goalkeeper. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. But he was an outstanding athlete in Pepsi, right? As yeah, a second former, because he was on the younger side then and could go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you this. When it came to track, class four track in 1979, 1980, Dwight was the most dominant runner. 
with a guy named Paul Chalmers that could have run. Charlie Brown from um, Don Robin. With a next guy named Hugh Lindsay could have run. With a guy <laughs> just budding named Christopher Jones. And Dwight flagged them all. He was a class four champion in 100 and 200 meters. Dominant. If Dwight had continued his passion for the sport, Dwight, and it, and it was a three-person sport as well, so he could have gone far and excelled far. And so I'm curious to hear why he didn't pursue it as much, but he's selling himself short. He was a dominant sport figure in first and second and even third form. And not just track and field alone, as I say. But football, too, man. Yeah, strong yeah. football player. He had a second, and Dwight, I want you to talk about it. He had a second farm team that won into farm that was an all-star team that he led. Yeah. Um, so, a lot of, I appreciate that, Tony, because a lot of people don't remember that. And it, um, it was funny because it was about two years ago. My mom found found all the certificates that I had with the whole first place thing throughout high school. Um, signed the the, the whole um, what's the thing? Pretty much, yeah. It was um, a couple of trophies and stuff. I never really spoke about it because a lot of people's memory, unfortunately for me, they remembered it differently, right? So for you. To remember that, I appreciate it because very few people remember that I was that person, yeah. <laughs> right? But it was like I like I said, it was it's life, and you know when you have those parents that want you to do what they want you to do, it's not what you want to do. It's that direction, unfortunately, that took me away from the whole sports. Well, when you got third form, it's like you lost either the passion for it. Now, to be truthful, Christopher Jones came in in an unusual form and, and was dominant. But it's almost like even on the football and even the cricket, it's like you weren't as dominant or as passionate for it when you lick third form, fourth form, as you were in the early years. I'm curious why. Is that the parental influence you're talking about? Yeah, pretty much because... You know, there was things that you'd have to do after school and I wasn't able to do it. I wasn't allowed to do it. Mm -hmm. I had to bring my butt home. So because of that, and I wasn't able to keep up with the, the training that I needed. And that kind of took the window to me for the most part. I was like, okay, I'm trying to do something here, but I'm not allowed to do it. So why even bother? Yeah. So I'll go on record to say, if you had stayed with it, You'd have, as you did, Pips. You'd have, and and work on the Colts team that the dreaded withdraw. Yes, I think what Dwight has said on that one is that the nothing of him that safe is in it. Like if him just if him parents was a different type of parents, I would not condemn nobody. Right, right. His parents have them vision for them child. Yes, and them not allow you for flourish. I certain. I was lucky too, and you were lucky. We could have played in the sport or I'm playing. Nobody not tell us no for playing the sport. Nobody said keep up your grade. I'm going to play sports. Yeah. All right. So for the look at the draw, because you're right about that, Tony. Dwight, I remember him as a talented athlete. You follow me, I said to you. So you're right Damn about man. that. All right, about that. Dominant. Dominant. I'm right about that. So, so, so let, me, let me get to this, you know, because I need to know this, you know. Yeah. So, Lysander, right? Mm -hmm. Let me yeah. get to this, you know. When you end up now, I don't know if we're married, if we know each other from school in a certain way, but let me ask this. 
Mm-hmm. Did you when you see the white the first time, were you attracted to him a certain way? Or is long afterwards when you meet up on the side say, Let me get let me get this out of the way, come in for no me have a fast early. <laughs> <laughs> and then okay, I'll come back to the Meadowbrook stuff. <laughs> <laughs> This is so, so jolly. I really wish you started with it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> so I've always really liked him as a person. From school? Yes, from school. Cool, cool. I've, yeah. always, known, I've always known him as a, a really kind, um, humble person mm-hmm. with a good heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I respected and liked him for that, but it was never a romantic kind of friendship. It was from a distance. Purely perfect. No, we had, we had a friendship. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah. We had a friendship. He was around, he was around my friend group, for lack of a better word. Um, so, so we had a friendship, but it was always platonic in my view. Mm-hmm. Now I can speak for anyone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> glad you said that because I was going to ask Jelly to get Dwight's perspective. Of course, my home team, Nora Margaret, but I'll make him get away with this. So, I remember your friend put that up there. I've always known him and, and, and liked him as a person, so I've, I've always known him to be a good person. So, you didn't, but you never, you know, there was nothing going on in school, and you just knew him from a, you know. There was nothing, there was nothing romantic the, during school, per se. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I say that to say, <laughs> after school, <laughs> we still had a friendship. Mm-hmm. And after he migrated, if I remember this correct, I'm sure he's going to correct me if I get it wrong. But after he migrated, he came back and he visited. And I'm going to leave that and have him tell his story. I'm not trying to put words in anyone's mouth. All right. So, yeah. Let me ask him, Dwight. So at, when you saw Meadowbrook, did you have any... Was there... Margaret, did catch your eye in from early? Let me ask the question that way. Yeah. Not Margaret, sorry. Lysander, sorry. Lysander. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah. No, they must give me. Yeah, it was it, it. It was one of those things where it was like, wow, okay, <laughs> that 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 could be for me <laughs> if it was available for me. But unfortunately for me, it wasn't. <laughs> I hadn't re- I hadn't reached maturity level yet <laughs> to be on her level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the little boy had to grow. <laughs> yeah, do I do I we know I know what you're talking about, no I understand what you're talking about, but go ahead, yes. There you go. So yeah, to her her statements are very correct. You know, after school I migrated. The first year I came back, um, went to visit her. We talked. I won't get to, oh into how deep the conversation went. But I'm just gonna say we talked. I shot my shot. It got shot the hell down. <laughs> and um we maintained a a friendship and communication to a point where we kinda lost communication with each other after a while. 
Like, listen to me, Jelly. Let me let me clarify that piece. Clear it up for me, uh, Margaret. With that piece, okay? This is under, so, sorry, yeah. He came back, and I'm not going to lie. Like I told you where I was living, he got major props for being brave enough. <laughs> Yeah, for come, yeah, for come down another year. Yes, a big man. Right. What's wrong with you? Right. One man could have dead in him. Could have dead in him. Exactly. Everything could have happened. So I appreciate the fact that he took, he, he made that trip. And she wasn't even home. <laughs> I, think, I think what he's trying not to say is I was in a relationship for most of the time through school, so... That's why he felt like okay, I was I had to grow up. Yeah. What you said to Who said I remembered? Hello? No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. So, oh yeah, so so after that, I mean we we did try to maintain a, a, a friendship or communication, but then after a while I think he got into his feelings and and stopped communicating. Really? So we kinda lost touch for a while. But even with that, I never forgot him, so to speak. I always thought about him. I always wish had good thoughts and hoped he was doing well. Mm -hmm. We have another friend, Heather Lynch. I think when he moved to Miami, they were in touch. And I would always ask her, have you seen him? Have you talked to him? Is he doing okay? Tell him I said hi. That kind of situation. And if if I may intersect, if I may intersect a little bit. Go ahead, Tony. No, I was gonna say um, I visited uh, do I not even know if you remember this still. You guys hear echo or, or you can hear me clearly? Uh, I hear you. No, go ahead, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, man. So do I not even know if you remember this, but I went down to Miami to visit my kids, me and my kids star. And when we did a weird, a bridging drive up in a brown SL5 Toyota Corolla and a handbrake, handbrake, um, handbrake, <laughs> uh, spinning in the middle of the road in a mess. Oh, who are you there? When will you come with a big time driver? Them time? Oh my god, <laughs> hey, you have a memory like an elephant to the Tony. Mm -hmm. tell you, man. Trust, trust, <laughs> yes, that, that is very true. That is very true. Yeah, it was. Let's put it this way I and I'm not gonna say that. Where me and her are no, that's how I felt back then. But you know, when you just have a feeling mm -hmm. for somebody, and away. it never, let's put it this way, and I'm gonna put my business out there. The first year when I went back home after I, I migrated in '84, went back home in '85, met up with her, and she gave me a picture. And I have the picture to this day in my living room right now. Mm. There was enough things behind that picture there. I'm telling you, right? <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and we're we are definitely not brothers and sisters. <laughs> okay. So for the record, then, how long after 
he leaves school in 1985, they didn't actually decide to stop playing a game with one another. I say, you know what? We're tired of this game thing, yeah, you know. Um, 2010. <laughs> um, we actually got back together. And, um, I, she found me in 2009. Mm. Right. Um, I had a... So, my little brother... I was living here in Monroe. Um, we had a, a barbecue, right? I had a cookout at my house. And he had a friend by the name of Cheryl Liebert. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Meadowbrook student that came to the cookout. Right? She took pictures, posted it on Facebook. I didn't know nothing about Facebook at the time. Uh, when she posted it, apparently Lizanne's site, contacted her and told her to give, um, give me um, her number. Mm-hmm. So she gave me Lysander's number, and I called her, and here we are. The rest are history. Mm. So, so Lysander, you like the man long time, and <laughs> yes, <laughs> when I when I play games from a distance, so the bet midler sang him from a distance. I mean, I say, what in that 2009 make it exercise? You know what? Enough, you know. <laughs> 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 so, Julie, a lot of life happened in between that time, okay? Okay. I a, lot, a lot of life happened. He he was married. I was married. Um, His circumstances changed. Mine changed. So when when I, I saw the picture, and um, Cheryl and I were friends, and, and I did that, and he called, I am going to be as honest as I know how. I was just calling because... Like I said, and, and honestly, I've always known that Dwight had a crush on me. Mm-hmm. Always known that. Um, but, me along but, for years. Though I did not. <laughs> but again, like I said, I've always known him to be a really good person. Mm-hmm. So based on that, I was okay to explore if it would go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, I mean, that alone is... is there's not many people that you can say out there that that has a good heart, and I really do think he does. So that was enough for me to want to explore. Yeah, and life, and life. Can I make you face the reality a quick, quick too? You know? Right, right. Yeah. And then, like, like after, like I said, after things changed with both our situations, <laughs> I figured I don't want. I don't want to start with someone that I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. And I know this person. I know I can trust this person. I know his heart. So we're, why else would I want to start anywhere else? Mm-hmm. Well, from the mirror, fuck him, come back to Jamaica in the 1980s and decide for go. Oh, my God. Him no one for the nothing more at all, Tony, right? <laughs> Me, 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 so that one that sound like dear pastor or Miss Adaka Phil, but <laughs> you know, Listen, you see, if you if you happen to see these two individuals together, you will absolutely say that they have an awesome, awesome relationship, which come for years, and they're fortunate to rekindle with each other. So, boy, enough blessing, enough respect. You know. Go ahead, Doctor Phil. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank you. you, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, sir. Thank yeah, you, ma'am. Yeah. No, no, we we'll get that that mystery part out of the way. We can't start that with some other members, I know. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you are run from that. So let's go. <laughs> so hold on, the two hundred name the same name. I'm asked. You can go with this first, Liz. 
When you okay. do, when you do, check and see if you related while you're in their school, are them there anything that exists long? When you related... So, 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 Jolly, that honestly was maybe my biggest reservations in all honesty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so the, the the even more interesting part is my mom knew his 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 dad. They worked together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, we worked at the same place together for years. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that because I used I. Dwight, I apologize. Now I didn't realize that I was causing a problem, but I used to tease her a lot about that. Oh. I, used to, I used to tell her that I am convinced that we are related. Really? Yes. Doesn't my father and grandmother work together? And I'm, yes, and the two end up with the same last name. Yeah. I mean nothing. Hey, Margaret, you're a part of my problem? I didn't mean to be. <laughs> I want to be the DNA test. Yeah, that's the way I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the name was bad that enough, you know, but when I realized that both of them worked at the same place, I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. So you knew so that you knew that Margaret? Yeah, man, them I know like, know them I know her a long time, you know. If one never do the DNA test, don't do it too far gone and make it go. Yeah, that's that's the twenty. Nobody go to Santa. Nobody spoil the phone and no attack. Nobody sign up for 23 and me or whatever the website name. No, none of that. Don't do it. Make it go on. Well, listen, I did mine and none of his family or relatives popped up, so I think we're safe. Okay. All right. So, Dwight, you have any tech on that? In terms of, well, you, did you, at school, did you ever think about that? I said, boy, I should have the same last name for me. Like, you know, I'm like, that of a cross in mind. And this a long before day, you know. Why did you have school and afterwards? It never crossed my mind for one. My father put it in my mind because <laughs> he is the one that literally <laughs> basically tell me no. <laughs> because that was one of the reasons, to be honest, because now that we're talking and I'm remembering it, is one of the reasons why we had lost contact for a while because when I went back to Jamaica, and I came back with a picture, and I was talking to him, and her, her mom, her mom was referred to as Miss Mac, right? And him, my father was like, "That's Miss Mac's daughter," and I'm like, "Yeah." It was like, "Nobody was on there." And they had the same oh. exact complexion, Jelly. No, I remember <laughs> that. I remember that. I remember that. My, my I don't know if they, don't bother with that one meant. She's trouble like our mother <laughs> because our mother was a terror at work for mommy here because nobody never messed with her. But she was but you were okay. He just never messed with her. My mother let down that. So there you go. So maybe him saying don't mess with her was based off of that. But again, like we say, we did our we did our oh, research. Right. And yeah, there is no blood in the water. Listen, listen, listen. Let me throw this out there. I, my, I trust my mom. Okay, my mom was like the best. So yes, had the conversations. I don't care what his dad say. Nothing happened with my mother. He don't know my mother that way. That's what it is. I got her. I got her blessing before she passed. So, he needs so as long as our mother gave me our blessings, I'm good. I don't care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, 23 and me is good. Let's move on. 
that's not the thing. Move on. More ask do I about this Courtney Strudwick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk about that, do I? Go into that because oh. you, you did talk about Courtney Strudwick, so I'm recruit you. All right. Yeah. So the first, my first farm when I hit Meadowbrook, um, the first hundred meter race I ever ran was up against Howard Jarrett. I heard Howard Jarrett was supposed to be the man in the hundred meter at the time. Mm-hmm. Didn't know him, didn't know nothing about um him. But when I ran, he literally beat me by a nose. Mm-hmm. Courtney, after the race, came to me and said, Hey, what horse you in? I said, Um, I don't know. They haven't put me. And say you're coming into Sanders house. So it go. So with that said, from that point, you know, it more taught to me and you know <clears throat> basically yeah, it Courtney I, I have much respect for Courtney. Yeah. Um I even um Sharon, I think Sharon was his girlfriend at the time. Yeah, Sharon Robinson, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Sharon Robinson. Yeah, she was good people too, because I had a couple of conversations with her also, but they tell me just keep my head up, keep doing what I'm doing. And, you know, if I'm serious about the whole sport thing, just put my head into it. And that's why for the first few years, you know, under Mr. Here, because I, I got to give him my props. He, they trust me, running up that darn hill, going up that hill every on a regular basis and that was when there was nothing up there so I was running up the hill one day what the hell was going to come out the woods and I thought mm-hmm. but he he did everything he could for me pushing me to my limit to get everything that he could get out of me and actually I saw the results it worked you know and it was working you know in the evenings after school, for a few years, when I was, what I did, and I hate to say it, but I would, and I could only do it so much because my father worked for jails. So I would make him seem like it was a bust chip while I got home late. Okay. Right. And so that's the reason why I stayed to practice, but I could only do that for so long. Before that before became old, mm-hmm. right? Because honestly, <clears throat> the whole um, Christopher Jones thing, like um, Tony was saying er, um, earlier, he beat me one time, and it was the very last year of school in fifth form mm-hmm. and the hundred meter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the two hundred meter. Um, I, I didn't I don't even think I'd finished the race because um it was my hip or my knee something. <laughs> they gave him a so I didn't finish that race. So he actually won that race too. But I pretty much lost my whole feeling for sports finishing fourth form, going into fifth form because that's when Mr. Here was trying to get me into the weight room to start training and all of that. And that was something that was going to take a lot of time after school. And I wasn't able to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't hear the... the I can't hear... Because the fact that you, you, you know how... Howard Jarrett knows how... I told him right about that. You're an elite athlete, Dwight. 
And it's a pity. It, you were. It, it, you were. It has always been my passion. It, it was. And I mean, <clears throat> I'm not bragging on me, but no, I'm good, babe. Even through in the neighborhood where I lived, mm-hmm. we did stuff like that on the street. Of course, barefoot to run on the mm-hmm. street, and there yeah. literally nobody that beat up could. everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Well, me couldn't run, so I couldn't beat nobody. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, translating that into school with spikes on, where I could yeah. get some traction in the dirt and all mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. it be that extra thing. And I'd always wanted to make it to champs. I'm just going to ask about that. If you never get a chance, what champs? No, I never got a chance. The year when I was... That's the year when Mr. Here was trying to get me into the weight room to go to champs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, that's the year when everything fell apart. No, Mr. Here saw the talent in him, man. That's time that pushed a certain way. He did see it. And yeah. he said, Tony right about that. I said, Tony, I said, the fuck say you are around against her. And I remember, not a come and come and listen to yeah. So I suppose say that dominate a certain way. And it's like... It's a pity, but I saw the life roll. I saw the life roll. Can I jar on a memory about a Courtney Strudrick event? Yeah. I love to see if I remember. So, 79 sports day, right? Uh-huh. 100 meters, class one. Courtney Strudrick, I think, was in his first year class when he was in lower six. And in my opinion... This was one of the most spectacular 100 meters ever run. As, as a little first farmer, you had a finish line in me there because me want to see it. <clears throat> and Courtney, I don't remember who was leading, but I can tell you in the last 10 meters, Courtney Strudrick had the lead. And there was a flamboyant athlete named Ivan Hart for the first time. I remember that. I have an art in a full red in them. I'm never vivid. I remember that. Red, red vest, red <laughs> shirt, red sun visor. <laughs> yep. And he had a braid with red beads. Can yep. you picture that? That's, yes, I remember that. Right? I remember that, Tony. And I remember when we finished, my love forget to comment on it. So Courtney Strudrick can lead the race in and out of nowhere came a high bouncing I have an art in I run down everybody, you know. And that was his first year in class one, you know. Mm. And out of the blue, a bridge named Glenn Brown coming out. And the three of them got on upon the line the same time on bow. And no man that day could have tell who win the race there. It's very true. Ta- give me your perspective on yeah. that. I don't know if you remember that, Jelly, yeah. as well. No, I mean, I remember that, Tony. I remember, you know, track and field... That was the first time that anybody ever ran down to the line with Courtney. Yeah, that I can remember. And I remember that specifically because I was like, wow. So through all the years, he was pretty much unbeaten. And here it is, last year of school, and yeah, it the competition actually reached. Two man step up on that, step up on him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, it, you had been there to see it, but when I said no man couldn't tell who won that yeah. race now, because yeah. it was a 
four to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think word had it that Glenn Brown did from a photo, but I'm gonna say something to you know that Jenny, you'll know this guy. There was a guy named before that name. Is it Dave Hall? That yeah, was a yeah, strong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so one slight correction. Um, I think 78. Dave had beat Courtney in the hundred meters, barely had him out. But anyhow, the, the point more on makes that Courtney was. A professional athlete for theme time. Mm-hmm. Right. He was a youth where we all as first former look up to high regard. And yeah. he was also coach mentor because he would grab man like Paul Chalmers and Dwight and Hugh Lindsay yeah. and start mentoring mm-hmm. them. True. And even from a six form point of view, I would see him interacting with the teacher. I mean, I look at you just a look for a big man at the time. I'd see him interact with teachers in a way that was respectful. I was just a leader. Yeah, in the sports realm, you know, I'm mean, just one oh. big that and respect him. That's true. Always well dressed, always carry yeah, himself, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, proper. I was just going to say that, Dwight. Him carry himself a certain him always just really, yeah, 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 yeah man. Always suede yeah. shoes, white socks, white yeah. rag, um, sleeve with a sleeve them roll up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask you a question then, now, because let me ask you this. You come Meadowbrook now, sports ever mean no big thing to you in terms of, say, you're not following a sports. You come from a community where it's a sports sports community. Arnett Garden, them play National League, big time sports. They produce a whole big time ball. Did sports mean anything when you come to Meadowbrook? Um, honestly, not really. The only sports I felt like I had any real interest in was actually when when we had a, a hockey team do you guys remember that mm-hmm. yeah man yeah yeah and, and i went and played tried out actually got on the team but uh after playing a game or two and got <laughs> getting hit and i i know me i at that Point, I guess I could I could do with a little bit of anger management. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, not tell me, of course. So after getting hit with it, I wanted to take out someone. I was like, this is not the game for me. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, I, I actually really I enjoyed because I remember some of the the sports day events that Dwight was talking about. And some of his races, because I think a couple of them we were, we were at Sports Day watching and cheering on. But I enjoyed it from a spectator perspective more than, than a participant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because Tony, you remember Dirk Dua? Yeah, man. But Dirk, Dirk was one of the most versatile all around. Okay, because me and him, and as as little as Dirk Dua was, I, listen, me and Dirk Dua was really really good friends. But I could never understand how this little short person could jump. He had a hell of a long jump. And I could never beat him. A spring. Yes, man. That he, When he run up to that thing and launch himself, he could do something that I could never do. Mm-hmm. You know how when you're in the air, you're supposed to use your foot like you're pedaling a bicycle to carry yourself? Mm-hmm. He was very good at that. I could never do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dirk so was one of those natural athletes that just anything him doing, play ball and play money, play sunlight, run track, and actually into the high jump and long jump. Yes, he did. 
the high jump and the long jump, you're absolutely <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but may I ask you a similar question, may I ask you Zander Dwight, because you come on Mellorbrook from Dwayne Park, and Dwayne Park is a sporting community too. Yeah. But, but Mellorbrook never have a sporting reputation. And you have mm-hmm. come. Did, did you follow, when Mellorbrook start, when Mellorbrook actually start win? Yeah. Competition in the 1980s, the year before you, you leave Mellorbrook, we won something in 1982. Did that make a mm-hmm. difference in terms of how you look at Mellorbrook or how your parents look at Mellorbrook or it never really mattered at all? It didn't matter to my parents, but that's the reason why I wanted to go further to see if I could leave my mark. Mm-hmm. But again, never got the opportunity mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely saw where the potential was there if I had the if the chance was given to me, the opportunity was. But and again, much much respect to Mister Here. Mr. Near, because, you know, like I said, he had his input, but Mr. Here was the one, the driving force behind me trying to do something with what he saw that I could. Mm-hmm. But again, just never never got the opportunity mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. fulfill the dream. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's safe to say that if it's, it's one thing that he could do differently, I think that's what it he would yeah, because I know that he thoroughly enjoyed it and was good at it so I feel like if, if there's one thing that he could change that would be it yeah I, I hear that in advice Dwight I hear that in advice so when you talk about it and you hear the disappointing advice it's like you know I get to express yourself a certain and you were really good as soon as right to say and yeah you were and, and Mr. Year was an ex so what impression you get on Mr. Year the first time you meet him I was very impressed with him because when, like I said, I had him in PE at first and, you know, it was the structure that he had and the way he spoke to you because he didn't talk at you, he talked to you. And that's what I respect about him because, you know, he he would speak to the group, but he also did an individual touch with you to try to see where you wanted to go, where you were and all that. Well, that was my experience with him. I can't speak for everybody else, but that was what I got out of him. And it trans it went throughout entire um first to yeah. fifth form. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And so that was that my memory of Mr. Here was nothing but good. Um, I'm not going to say there are not other teachers there that didn't help me along, but they were there teaching me, but I, Mr. Here was more of a mentor mm-hmm. teacher. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm listening to y'all, and y'all have all these great memories. You know what I'm remembering? You, you there talking about this? What? I'm remembering being in my... Do you guys remember Mr. Hosang? Oh, yeah, I remember. That's all. I remember. Him. Remember being in. Jelly, Jelly is a good friend with Mr. Hassan. <laughs> oh no. Oh, Jelly. You want to have some stories with Mr. Hassan? The doors are for behind the paid wall, but go ahead. Listen, listen to me, man. I, my last experience in that classroom, my last memory, I remember we were in class. Ooh. And Maxine, were we in the same art class? Because I don't remember if you were there. Max? Yes, I'll come. She knew yeah. yeah, yeah, go well, ahead. Um, do you, were we in the same art class with Mr. Hosang? Do you remember? 
Yes, I was. Do you remember or were you there one day when we were or in class and as usual, we were kind of rambunctious, right? And wouldn't listen. And I remember at the end of the class, we were, we were, he wouldn't let us leave until I guess we cleaned up and I was ready to be out. And he came, <laughs> he came over to me, stood in front of, in front of the desk and wouldn't let me, let us buy. And I all but threw the desk at him. I walked out. <laughs> Anger management. Uh, <laughs> I think that I think that is something your reputation has been a, somebody not to be messed with. Mm-hmm. There, there you go. There you go, Bible. Tell the truth and share the devil. Yeah, what you you know, you know with 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 Mr. Yeah. Osang now. Listen a great company. That's all I can tell you. That's all I going to say about that because Mr. Osang reputation with students in the school was not Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> hey, Lauren, yeah. you know that he taught Malik? Oh, wow. And when I said that to Malik the other day, because I sent him Malik is old. Malik is old, Margaret. My nephew that went to Meadowbrook a few years ago. Okay, all right. Yeah. He was still school teaching, yeah. He oh, wow. was still teaching, and Malik was like, simple, calm, Mr. Mr. Hassan, what are you talking about? I said, okay, Malik, let's leave it. A different person. A different person completely. Yeah. yeah. So look, I'll say this in case Mr. Hassan I listened to this. You see me? Mr. Hassan at the time, age difference wasn't that far off from a lot of us, right? So the age was close. Yeah. But I didn't go on the record to say. And yes, Mr. Osang did have some challenge. You know, he had a forceful way of enforcing and students reacted to it. Uh-huh. But Mr. Osang was one of the coolest teachers to me. Mr. Osang and I had a respectful relationship. Jelly with me, I got sunlight match, and Osang picked me up in MKR, and we got together. And so I had an iry relationship with Mr. Osang. And for me, I did not have that confrontation, and but enough boy and girl had that. So I, I will acknowledge that. But I just want to make sure a man will hear that. Myself, uh, yeah, well, uh, as, as I say, we could have a whole podcast and talk about female things. We can't, we can't tell you that. Because... <laughs> hey, Jelly. Yeah. Do you notice that almost every podcast is mentioned? Yes, yes, yes. By people who have listened and people who never who, who never listen a podcast. Hold on. Yeah. He's always yes, mentioned. He's alone. Listen, <laughs> and Tony Moore always shared that. Listen, listen, Margaret and Liz. One night I talked yes. to a girl, you know. And she best said, Come on by the podcast, man. She said, another story. And then she tell me what I said to Mr. Osang. It's about how she let her talk explain to me. <laughs> And I don't know if the story would have been, I just leave it at that. Do you hear me? I'm not. Wow. Not, because what did that know, you know? Mr. Sang, you know, when Mr. Sang, his daughter and my son, you know, in a mirror prep together, you know, same classroom. Mm-hmm. Years ago, my son, at 30, you know, so years ago, I talked about when he does start mirror prep. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. and then his wife is a nice lady. Let me just clear that, right? And 
So I just leave it right there. So. And me and him never have no issue with that at all. Because me, me and him never have an issue out, outside of school. But oh, that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Left alone. Left alone. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, man. So, all right. All right, Liz. We can move on from that. Because the yeah. fun you make... <laughs> any fun memories you have in the classroom or the field trip are just, just at Meadowbrook. Tell me some of the fun memories you have. Some of the stories I remember at Meadowbrook. Battle okay. field, field trip. Anything you um, want to remember. I'm going to give you a chance to remember. While while I go on record to say Miss Ma- Miss McLennan and me had only had one confrontation in Meadowbrook High School for for her spell and my spell was when she cornered me right to the water cooler going around to the first farm block right next to the water cooler come up to me with our little thing in our hand talking about excuse me young man why is it every time I see you you're always in our corner with some girl. <laughs> Like, I'm not doing nothing. They're just friends. <laughs> Can't I talk to girls? <laughs> so, I said this to say that, huh? I think so. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. I do remember that. How much is your wooden being in corner with girls? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just talking. <laughs> that happened. Oh wow! <laughs> but I never ever had any issues with her. But she just never liked seeing me around the girls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Give me a chance. <laughs> Honestly, most of my memories is just is not so much with at being at Meadowbrook. It's regarding the friendships that I've formed. Um, from being at Meadowbrook. Okay. You know, I've, like you guys said earlier, I feel like I've, I've walked away with really good, strong friendships. Um, experiences wise at school, mm, not so much because I feel like I didn't hang around long enough. Mm-hmm. I would be in my class, did my thing, and then I was out. Yeah, but, 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 but yeah, yeah, but why I think that happened, though, Liz, in terms of, say, you develop a friendship after school. I, it was cultivated oh. while you're at school, even though you say, come and go. So, but that's what I'm saying. I feel yeah. like I have a handful of of people that that was my circle and I didn't deviate from that. Yes, I'd say hi you know, to others, how are you? But I, I don't feel like I probably took the time that I could have to maybe to know others mm-hmm. i really didn't but I, I, that's me it's i guess it's a personality trait defect whatever you want to call it but what i feel like once i found my uh what's the word i'm looking for once i found <laughs> my family I, uh. I was okay and i enjoyed being on, you know, at school, lunchtime, we would have lunch together. We go to the canteen, we hang out after school. We would hang out sometimes. We would, like, save all the lunch money. And you remember the, remember the KFC up in a, a haven there the Topside school? Yeah, man, yeah, man. But my next road, yes. Man apart. Right. Man apart, man apart, Margaret. Man apart. It was a KFC at the top of Evendale Drive on Manningsville Road, yeah. right? So, yeah, man. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. 
save my lunch money, I would want to go up there, have lunch, chill, you know, talk, hang out, that kind of stuff. But um, not so much like experiences at school, if you will. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Individuals, if, if that makes sense. I mean, I remember I was, I, we were close with Roxanne Newland. Remember Roxanne Max? Yeah, man. Her, I even I, I even had a good relationship with my team, Monroe. Whether you believe it or not. Yes, I really <laughs> call that in the early Can that story be told? Huh? Can that story be repeated? Because somebody said, well, we for compare somebody with Maxine Monroe, and you just call her name again. Oh, but I thought I, I, I thought we had a, a really good we, we we talked about stuff, you know. And I always, I've never had a bad experience, so to speak, with her. People just knew. I mean, she had a strong personality, but I feel like so did I. So, I mean. Was a good athlete as well. She yeah. was a bright. Netball, track star. I think she's Absolutely. the best Yeah, player. netball as well. Yeah. She did play netball, yes. Because sometimes we would stop after school. We would watch them play, you know, practice. And, yeah, I, I mean. I, I I I had experiences from that perspective, mm-hmm. if you will. All right, Dwight. So the same question to you. Any fun memories you remember at school in a training classroom field trip? A couple of fun stories I remember. Why did I met a book? Um fun stories from me at Meadowbrook. And it, it it's it's gonna be weird. It <laughs> because my kind of fun was kind of different was hiding out from the principal <laughs> Mr. Top him was one because hiding from him was a treat because you could easily easily hide from him because I'm dog. and you always said the dog before we say him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, interacting with some of the um, people from school um, he, like even when we hung out after school and then got on the school bus heading home um, I don't know if anybody will remember. There's a young lady that she did. She went to Meadowbrook, but she didn't stay there for very long. Carrot Panton. Yes, I, I remember her. I right. remember the name. Yeah, me and her were really good friends because she lived over in Independence. And sometimes, you know, on the way, we would ride the bus to either halfway through or crossroads. And then I would catch my bus going one way. She would catch her bus going another way. Right. Yeah, Maxine was pretty cool. Like I said, um, for me at school, my memories, which I consider to be um, good memories, there was just interacting with people because most of my friends were girls. Right? I didn't really hang around with the guys per se, and I guess that's what Miss McLennan misread. I think I was some kind of playboy. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and Maxie were, were, were good friends. Me and Marcia Robinson were good friends. Naomi Chu. Yeah, I was just going to say her. Uh, Tracy Mirage. Um, you know, um, there was, if you want to call it a part of the fun, my crush teachers now was, oh my God. In first form, there was a Spanish teacher. What was her name? Do you remember her name? No, 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 no. A younger one, yeah. a young teacher. Right. Uh-huh. And um, the um, 
and I can't remember their name, but there was an Indian lady that teach. She wore glasses. Um, I get, was it what biology she, she teach? She was Indian? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Very nice. She was always nice to me. Fun um, for me at school was sports. That's where I, all of my fun was because that was my thing. I enjoyed sports to no end. And then think that I could do that entail sports, I was in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, hey, do yeah. I? Yeah. Could you talk a little bit about if you remember your your second farm football team that won into farm? You remember that team? Yeah. Um, I think that was with I think me, Clive Edwards. I think Dirk Doer was on it. Um, no, Dirk was a farm ahead of you. No, me and Dirk was in the same club farm. Yeah, yeah Dirk. Third farm because Dirk was in third farm when you were in second farm. Uh uh-uh. uh me and Dirk was went to high school together. We actually even had classes together. No, but he's saying it started in third form. I think Dirk may repeat that farm, you know. Dirk may repeat that farm already Yeah. Dirk was in third farm, you know. So did he repeat a grade? Yeah, he did he repeat did. a grade. He did repeat a grade. Dwight. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so that's how many ended up in class. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, All right. Dwight, enjoy your memory. Peter yeah. Lynch was on that team. Charlie Bop was on that team. Charlie Bop, yes. Nama Nar was on that team. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. In the goalkeeper. You're right. Tony, you're right. You're absolutely right. That was a winning team. Who was wow. the goalkeeper, Tony? Ralston Clark, I believe. Yes, yeah, Raleigh. Raleigh. You know, Raleigh. I was just talking about him the other day. Yeah, and I, I, I still love. I spoke to him. I, I spoke to Raleigh a couple of times, you know. So, so by yeah. that time you now keep going more Dwight. You stop keep going. Well, my goalkeeping was a mixture intermingled through all of that, because um, in third form I think because I I remember going to um what was it? Well, we went to go play Calabar in the rain. I'll never forget that. And um, but yeah, I I intermingle because as much as I played football, and sometimes I would be I'll play either defense or I'd keep goal, depending on where Mister Here wanted me to play at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was always based on what he needed me to do at that moment. Yeah, yeah. So yeah it was in the center of. Sometimes I'd be left wing, right wing, um, goalkeeper. I, he could literally use me anywhere around the place. Play anywhere. You play he, anywhere. He and don't forget Courtney Johnson. Courtney Johnson was on that team. Robert Johnson. No, yeah, Courtney? You're, you're absolutely right. Um, I completely forgot that. Absolutely right. All-star team that was, man. Yes, yes. Because Charlie Bop and, and Namandar were pretty good um forwards. But not a different thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Mm-hmm. So so but you're a supreme athlete, but can't stop so that Dwight. Is that, I mean when, when you talk about the amount of position you could have played in all of them. You were uh, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Um 
I sometimes, and I hate to say it, I sometimes try to block the memories out because mm. I just felt like I didn't get, yeah, because of the regrets, not being able to do what I wanted to do. So I try to just put it in our vault and just forget about it. But it's part of you. Only talking about it now, and even Tony bringing back certain memories. I, I, I had a, I had a lot of fun in Meadowbrook. I had Meadowbrook did a lot for me as far as my morale, um, meeting people because there's a lot of people that knew me that I didn't know because I'd be they'd be calling my name and I'm like, hey, don't know them, but hey. <laughs> And I know it was because of sports. Yeah. I'm there thinking of Tony and Lysander, is that if, if do I did ever allow to express himself, you know? Yeah. You you'd have eyes for him so much, you'd have grab up on him long time, you'd have dash away, dash a long time. <laughs> <laughs> right, Tony? If do I did ever express himself and become the supreme athlete where no have the potential for imagine Dwight are in a champ so Lysander now nah, make him go away you now. <laughs> That's where you went. <laughs> 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 What's the name of the thing? We know them things that are going on. So, you have any comment on that? Are you going to play the fifth? No, no, no. Margaret laughing because Margaret know where I want to go with the story, but I'm holding back. That's why I do. Hold on, I'll do. Do I there alone and alone and I say I'm vexed. I'm not in vexed about you know. I must say, look how long could I get a long time if you just love me running around. Right, Margaret. Oh no comment. <laughs> I don't have any comments. <laughs> Listen, I'm not gonna. I've I've met some really really nice people from Meadowbrook because I'm not gonna lie, Tony. I have nothing but the utmost respect for for Tony. Um, I've met up with Tony. You know, Tony has done for me. Um, without even, without, yeah, without even asking our, you know, I just pick up the phone, hey, T, done, and got you. Thoroughly appreciated that. Uh, trust me. So, you know, yeah. visiting with him for the, 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 the few hours <laughs> was pretty cool. <laughs> amazing baby girl. Yeah. And, you know, watching his career yes. and the things that he has done and accomplished out of not but the utmost respect and that is somebody that is coming from Meadowbrook, the school that I went to so to see the progression in his life and yeah. where it has landed him utmost respect Tony utmost respect mm-hmm. right there it's are other people that. yeah there's Absolutely. you know there's other people out there that I'm sure I I can send that kind of feelings out to, but for reason been known to me, they decided to cut themselves off. So it is what it is, right? So, but yeah, Meadowbrook, Meadowbrook did what it did. It had its, it formed me to make me into the person that I am. It, it, it is a part of who I am. 
Yeah. I'll never forget or put that. I will never tell anybody that your Meadowbrook hasn't done anything for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By the way, did Ed, I have one to know Saffron? Yes. Okay. Saffron and all of us. Yes, we all did. Yeah, man. Saffron right. was... Every, but, anybody that didn't know Saffron didn't want to know Saffron. Well, full disclosure, full disclosure, before the comment on Saffron, Saffron was my sister-in-law up until the time she died. Because Saffron married... Oh, Saffron's wow. sister, all her sister married to my brother. Camille? Not, know that. Not Camille, Alison. Alison. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Okay. That's why I tell yeah. you, fully yeah. Saffron. Listen, you know, I don't think there's anyone that went to Meadowbrook that would have one negative thing to say yeah, about Saffron was good, good people, man. Because you, you see her and, and you have to smile because she's greeting you with one. Yes. Non-stop. Mm-hmm. I remember, remember when when we had the 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 um introductions when she said my hobbies are eating and sleeping and started to laugh. I, I, I yes, and I heard it on the class, and I'm like, oh my god, you're you all have members like like elephants for real. Because when you said it, I so saw her standing up in the classroom and actually saying that. So I remember it. So hold on, tell me about the Radha correction or Saffron you serve. The what? Radha correction. <laughs> Saffron, you have something to call her, like she walks in a Radha and says the Radha correction. I remember that vaguely. I remember her, the, the same, but I don't remember if she had something physically that she walked with. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I, I think more than anything else, I would think that that would have been her energy, her personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, understood, understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, Saffron was was the real deal. I can't say that. I can't. She made everybody feel like they connected with her. You know, human. Yeah, man, without her, everybody feels special. Yeah, she, yeah she was definitely cool people. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at least, yeah, go ahead. I remember the mango tree too. And I remember, I think it was, I, I don't remember if Maxine was there, but I remember um, going down to our house one time, actually. I, I know I was there. I think Heather was there. I don't remember if Margaret were there. Were you there, Max? And we went down there, and I think we were going down to Bottomfield, actually, and we stopped and had something to eat, eat mango, and then headed down there. Yeah, we can't forget the mango tree, that man. You're right. And our grandmother. Mm-hmm. We cannot. We cannot. We cannot. No. Yeah. No, I, I have good memories of her, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So, so Lysander, what the, what the most embarrassing yeah. moment you can look back on a book with a smile? Embarrassing moments. Huh. Um. Besides Dwight following me around. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> let me see. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait. Um, <laughs> Margaret, clean that up. Margaret, clean that up. Uh-uh. <laughs> Margaret, you know that didn't happen. <laughs> so, uh, no, on a serious note, I feel I like <laughs> not, not necessarily embarrassing. So, there was a couple, like one with you, yes, where... Yeah, I feel like you were all, every time I turn around, you were there. 
You mean? Oh, yeah, it's you. Every time I turn around, Dwight was in my 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 space, my zone. And and yeah, I, because I didn't really feel the attraction. Yeah, that then you hide it. You hide it. You were you were otherwise occupied. So yeah, I said, "Where am I coming?" I felt like that was like, dude. I'm not just protecting his interest for his future interests. Serious. I'm serious. I'm so serious. I I do. I think I told you this. Don't give me that face. um, and and then there was another incident that uh, it was a little challenging not not i think it was more so embarrassing that it actually happened for me was um a situation that happened with another friend of mine in in the uh, i should say a friend of ours in the canteen with uh one of the older guys i think that he put his hands on her and we had to go sort it out. You had to go beat us? We, I'm saying we had to go sort it out. That was, like I said, more so challenging because I'm like, dude, I can't believe that this really happened. Like, yes, I, I want to think I, I was there for that incident. Yes. Let me ask you this. Did a certain brother have to get involved with that yes. individual? Yes. Yes. Uh, my brethren that get beat down in there, so no steer. Yes. Come I, mean, I don't like remember that. that. That I feel like, um, Tony, that, like I said, not, I couldn't believe that it happened. So yeah. that was a challenging for me. Yeah, but I was out, there. Out, yeah, outside of that, I mean, yeah, not not anything else, any regrets or, or embarrassing. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, Dwight, you, same question. What the most embarrassing moment you remember at Melbrook? You can't look back on with a smile. <laughs> most embarrassing moment that I can look back with a smile. Losing that race to Christopher Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that was a sports day. To be clear, Christopher had gotten to a point of total dominance. He used to train with Leroy Reed. Remember Leroy Reed used to run for Jamaica? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. And Chris had gotten to a point that, you know, one of the first he must say are running and turn around with, with 20 meters left and I call everybody, you know. Just, and do I, by the way, if you look in the yearbook, there's a picture of that race. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's a picture of that race with you running, sir, and Christopher Jones in front. So. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't have that yearbook. So you have that picture? I have the yearbook. I, I look into it, I know. The 81 yearbook. Wow. I went send it to both. I was send it to you later after after we done okay. it. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. I would put my phone. Yeah. 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 I was send okay. it to you. Yeah. Yeah, man. Do I? Not someone like you more remember the race of the Tony, but yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, why I'm listening. Yeah, that's my embarrassing moment. <laughs> it, should, it should be a captain. Say, see for the train, boy. <laughs> yeah. That, 
that it is. I've the two year book. I was sending both of them to one, yeah. Oh my goodness. I've yet to one, I've yet to three year book, yeah. Yeah, when I met nothing to me, your book in a bridge. Yeah. No, I'm not the writer, I'm in a underground bunker, no worry. Mm-hmm. All right, so Liz. Yes. Your best learning experience you get from Meadowbrook. My best learning experience. I I think Meadowbrook taught me to um to be more open. To 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 um to to let people in, if you will, because mm-hmm. I was all I I was that person where. All right, I'm at school. We do our thing at school, but if we're not friends at school, don't sit me on the street and talk to me. Mm-hmm. We're not friends, and I feel like over time I realize that that you can't be that closed off, or you know, or else you're gonna end up being on an island by yourself for the most part. Mm-hmm. Which for most of my life I was okay with it, and that sounds maybe a, a bit harsh, but I really was. But over time, I realized that it's not the best way to be. So I, I think, I think that is probably what I took away because I feel like I probably went there with um, preconceived notions yeah. that were not dispelled based on some of the 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 experiences that that i had and some of the things that i saw that happen mm-hmm. they were not dispelled but over time you know you realize that that's not necessarily the way to be yeah and maybe it'll look free so you see it because i come right that, that trip you say i look you right. expect a certain behavior and you go see it uh, and i didn't see it yeah i saw life going there you go there and I look free you go see it you know you go and see absolutely it. absolutely so i think i, I realized that and that and that's that's that take a whole lot of strength from you, this federal society. Uh, if it not serving them, just change your mind. I said, yeah, never serve you. Different. yeah, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. And and Maxie, no, like I said, we've we've known each other for, forever, and I, I think she would would also say that I've. Uh, would you say I've grown a lot since then, Max? <laughs> of <think> course, <laughs> you have. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. huh? With regard, so I knew you when you used to walk with a massive of girls. It was the click, right? But that's just um, one of whom I had an interest in, and Margaret knew that quite well. But why don't you name out to look a girl that passed away? I was walking. Just it. I don't remember walking with a click. I know I remember. Ma- Margaret named the click. It was a yeah. Small I only girl. remember three people. Yeah, I remember. And I don't recall me having a click. I mean, mean, the The click was Margaret. Yeah. That was it. I know Roxanne would be around us sometimes. What next? I mean, honestly, I don't remember us having a click. It was uh, Margaret, Heather Lynch, Liz, and who else? Nobody else. (laughs) That's it. The yeah, yeah, man, it was the three of us. Yeah, it really was just always the three of us. It's just our personalities were so huge that oh, you know, Jesus. other people kind of gravitated, right? No, man, them just think I'm holy for people, but I just stray away. I just stray away. 
<laughs> By the way, our friends till this day, huh? And we're still friends, yes. So cool. Yeah, but hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me ask something there, though, because me here, the name will come up. Tell me how that, that name is going to because I'm not calling her Margaret and Maxine. Tell me how that girl oh. is. Her Maxine? Yeah, how oh, oh, she get that name there? Because it's her name. Yeah, middle so, name? So it's no one, it's our family name. name. It's our family name. Oh, I yeah. got you, I got you, I got you. Right, so that's what she's known as at home. And like I said, we were, we got to know each other outside of school. We got to know each other's family, you know. So it kind of got, got, uh, we kind familiarity. of familiarity. We got family. Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. Understood, understood, understood. Can you yeah. interchange easily with it? I understand what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm more inclined to say Maxine, and I, I, I'll try when I'm around others that knows her as Margaret. I'll try to say Margaret, but yeah, I, I, I'll default easier to Maxine. <laughs> no, I, I know what I mean because that's why I use all four of my name when I introduce myself. Because I met her because I was known as Prince or Gliss or Jelly. Very uh, few people know me as Lance, and everybody at Permacal when we grow up know me as Lance. Okay, because if they're there. A girl like a mellow shall our husband I listen to the podcast and I said, Listen, this is a glister here. And he must say, Oh, that I'm listening. I said, Lance that. So I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about to me. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that's all it is. Jelly. Yeah. I think I know the answer for this, but oh the nickname Jelly come on. Twenty and the first one I asked this enough that so much podcast and the first one I have <laughs> because of the fluid like movement, but uh, oh, the name Jelly come around. Ah, uh, Jelly, the come around now. When they used to run, or I try run, all I say is, but Billy, a, a gel. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Gotta care about that shirt. You know, so we can't believe. They never wonder what the name come out, Margaret. Say, yeah, that's the name. <laughs> Every every time, come on, the means to ask and it slipped oh me. Oh you know? <laughs> No, but when you run, I have a permacard, I have a middle No, I would. Well, I was just drawing a conclusion that him used to eat a whole pack of coconut jelly. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, I was very far from it. No, very no. far, very far, do I? Very, very far. <laughs> If you know me, I try to run. All you see is my belly. I jump oh, up and down. I'm a belly. I gel. And I say, yeah. And it, it, <laughs> I need this, right? That's the only studio I could give a name, eh? Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the name. I just embrace the name. Because when it comes to yeah, name, just, I just embrace it. But Tony, I'm the first one to ask the question. I don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> so, I want, like come again. I said it's your fluid-like movement. Yeah, man, exactly, exactly, Tony, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm never afraid to express myself at all. And I say, yeah, I'm going to run. I'm going to try everything. Oh, wow. So, Dwight, the same question to you, you know. Um, your best learning <laughs> experience from Meadowbrook? Very simple for me, unfortunately. Very simple and very short. Not everybody that say that you're there, your friends is really your friends. That that was what I learned because I was very trusting 
and took friendship literally Aww. as family and got burnt many times. So I I had to teach myself that hey, not I'm because not them good. say you're not because them say you're me and you's friend means me and you's friend, unfortunately. And that that's that was my takeaway because again, being around so many people, you know, and knowing all these different people and you know, try to Thank be you. friends thinking yeah. that, hey, you know, we cool. We cool. Only to find out, yeah, we ain't cool. So it was, it was a hard wake up call for me. Put it that way, because of my trust in nature. Yeah, I, I can't relate to that. Though. How soon you learn that, Amanda? Is is during the time or afterwards? You realize that it is a lesson for learned. me. Yeah, it was after because I left school thinking the same way. Yeah, and finding out that you know them what them say and what them do is two different things yeah 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 me and you were good and I'm, I'm i mean i would even go as far as to say i'm talking about no um you know after school hanging hanging out talking to these individuals and then all of a sudden it's like poof like a different person yeah, yeah. so yeah, that, that, I, know, yeah. I, I, I can't relate to that, though. I can't relate to that. It's like, and sometimes friends and family disappoint you a certain way. You have to hold and I right. It's not easy. True. It's not easy. True. It's a, it's yeah. a learning lesson. Yeah, sometimes it's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, man, it is. Uh, Especially yeah, somebody yeah. we're trusting and, and you trust people and you expect, yeah. you, expect you expect reciprocity and that just don't come at all. <laughs> That's a hard to no talk. Commentar. No commentar. So yeah. So um yeah, as much as I hate to say, yeah, that was that was what I had to leave Meadowbrook realizing. Mm, take care and trust everybody. Yeah, for what? And it's a lifelong lesson still. It's a life lesson. A life lesson. Yeah, we don't have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so Liz, life lesson you learn at Meadowbrook where you pass on to your friends and family. Um so actually Cherish friendship mm-hmm. and um, realize that, kind of like Dwight said, that it goes both ways. And 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 um, I feel like what I pass on to my kids is, uh, I guess, not that saying you're sorry is okay. And wanting to change is not necessarily a bad thing. So when you make your mistakes, own up to it and 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 just move on from it. In all honesty. I think I think over time, uh, one of the things that I had actually my husband taught me, Dwight taught me this, that um fr- friends, it can't always be you reaching out, it's a two-way street. And if if you're always extending the hand, if one is not coming back to you, then you need to do something differently. Yeah, man. That's the reciprocity so, that I talk about. If it not come yeah. back, Liz, don't, don't. 
And you will know. Yes. You're going to know, you know, if you realize that uh, you alone are the rich, you know, that's it. And, and that's something I feel like he, it took a minute for even boy to say, hey, babes, you need to stop and take stock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he can attest to that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's something that I had to learn. Yeah, I want to, think, I want to add on to what you said. I said something earlier, but I kind of put that a little different. But at the same thing you were saying, it's like, you have to open to say, you get new information, you can change your mind. A lot of people have preconceived notion about things. And it's like, them they not realize that new information can come or change your mind. Mm-hmm. You follow me? I said, so you must always be open to say, you get new information, what can change your mind. Yeah. Because you don't know. Don't dis- don't disregard anything we come across it, but you just need to investigate it and follow up with it and all of things. So yeah. A lot yeah. of people just don't like to change their mind at all. Like, and you said the more one says sorry, it's not about saying sorry. You yeah. recognize say, you can't get information what will change your mind. So a lot of time I talk to people, may ask a question for me say, is there anything I can tell you what will change your mind? It's, like, it's an upfront question I'm asking and then if them yeah. can't if them don't if them can't answer that a certain way, yeah, waste your time really. Mm-hmm. You're wasting yeah. time. You're wasting time. So it's a, it's a good lesson that you learned, sir. It's a good lesson. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. So the white, the same thing to you know, a life lesson you learn in Meadowbrook where you pass on to your friends and family. Plan your future, but live your life every day like it's the last day. Oh, Lord. He's getting all deep. <laughs> because tomorrow I promise them none away. Oh. And... <laughs> you have got to tell that story at Margaret because it's only like there's a back story to that. Alright, I'm <laughs> Finish up the white, sorry. It's one of them things where I've, I went to school with my plan in mind, but my plan got diverted. So if I was living my life the way I wanted it to, it probably wouldn't have been such a big disappointment when I got let down at the end. Mm-hmm. So that's why for me, just you can plan out your future all you want, but it's not guaranteed. So just live every day like it's the last day. Mm-hmm. And then you can't... You, you can't put as much as I would say you put into people. You got to remember that they're still humans. Who are you? And humans make mistakes and humans sometimes will let you down. Mm-hmm. So if you put your all into it, knowing that it can go either or, either or can be. You, you're on a high or you, you end up on a low, but you won't necessarily disappoint yourself at all costs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to know where Dwight was all this time when I needed to hear that. Repeat that, Liz. I didn't hear that so well. Repeat that. <laughs> I said, I'm, wi- I'm listening to him and I'm waiting for him to finish the set in your face. That's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Dwight. Dwight. Yo. 
when the book come out, send me a copy, yeah. <laughs> book Tony and I, I, I call it a movie in the making, so it's all right. Okay. <laughs> send me a signed copy, bro. <laughs> Mister, if you tell me them they want to take him to save me. I am sending you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Good, good, good yeah, for you. Yeah. No, but seriously, real talk, not Dwight. Yes, real, real absolutely. Talk. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I guess that's, that's why we live our lives the way we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One day at a time and enjoy in front of you. Okay? Yeah. Tomorrow comes to no one. Nobody, nobody at all. And just and take the risk. Just put yourself out there, man. And take the risk. And, uh-huh. and see what happens. Absolutely. There is no... It's a different thing. So, um, Liz, back to you with another question. Now. What message do you get to existing students or future students or staff members who are going to listen to this podcast this year or next year? Ten years time, and I'm gonna come and better book. What lesson you tell them? Where I tell them say? I think for me it would be whether whether you know of Meadowbrook or not, especially if you don't, to walk in with an open mind, like completely open mind to receive the good, the bad, and the difference, and learn from it. I think that would be my message. I mean, uh, teachers, um, I feel, well, let's say this. I feel like every situation, whether it's positive or negative, teaches you something. So pay attention and learn from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just be open. Cause again, I feel like, um, if I probably was a little bit more open, I would have had maybe different, maybe a little bit more positive experiences mm-hmm. if I was a little bit more open. So just be just be open um, to, to what you're about to receive because it can be so much and so rewarding. Yeah, I agree with that. Sometimes you come up, you, you, you put the wall around you and you're ready for fight. And... Yes. I guess the openness you want people to say, and yeah. But I was a little rebel growing up anyway, now, so I, 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 I've, I've grown a lot since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really was a little rebel growing up. Like, I was in a fight every day at primary school, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 when I fight, I hear you. I, I, I'm not even going to lie. In primary school, if you look at me the wrong way, I'm waiting for you after school. And then matter for a girl or a boy. It don't matter if a girl or a boy, because the worst part is to have my brother and my sister at school where if I lose me, where come look for you. Yeah, call them. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> but no, yeah, just just be open to receive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Dwight, same question to you. What message do I get to existing students, our future students, our staff member? We're going to listen to this. We're going to Meadowbrook 10 years from now, 5 years from now. To the best of your ability, follow your dreams and don't let nobody deter you from them. Only you alone can plan your future out because people can try to point you in a direction that they think 
you need to go. But if that's not the direction you want to go, you got to follow your dream because you have to live your life at the end of the day. Oh, I love you. <laughs> you got to you gotta live your life because you don't want to end up living your life with regrets. It's it's not a happy place to be, put it that way. Yeah, I can agree with that too. Just express yourself. Put yourself out there, man. If it don't work yeah. itself. But take it is what it is. There you go. You yeah. can only feel yeah. yourself. Absolutely. If you you will feel yourself if you don't apply yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't make nobody else do that for you. Yeah, man. Sometimes that's, that's allow some some people to come in. But it's a two-way thing, I just say. You look yeah. for it, you look for the reciprocity, but mm-hmm. you put yourself out there. Got to. And don't be afraid to put yourself. It's a hard thing, though, because that's how you know, grow up that way there. I agree, Jelly, because that, that's what I'm talking about. You have to take the risk, and I don't feel like I necessarily took the risk when I was in high school. Different person now, but I don't feel like I did that in high school. So yeah. I totally agree with you. Take that risk. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's not even your choice in America. That way you grow up and learn, you know. Yeah. I mean, Liz, sometimes you yeah. just how you grow up and learn and you think, say, yeah. and I mean, well, the parents, you know, your family around, you think, say, them I mean, well, but yeah. as the white, as, as, as your husband, everybody have their own part for, for cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the white had his own challenge with him in terms of how his parents were strict with him and no allow him to express himself. It's not easy. It's not easy because a lot of us, yeah. not, I know, no, none of us speak parents. And sometimes we're lucky if you have parents that allow you to make it what you have to do and protect you. Yeah. And that's all they want our children most of the time. You know? But most parents don't do that. I mean, I blame them or nobody. I just let them learn. How much this is right? Them pass on. It's not a criticism of no parents at all. Where it's their certain I, agree. Way. I agree. I know I was lucky if you have two parents that just make the one jelly go on with the way do and just love me. That's <laughs> <laughs> I would agree, sir. I, I was blessed that way there. I was blessed that way there. No, no, those those protective parents, you know, they're coming from a place of love, you know. Yeah. Um, don't up and sometimes too, you never know, you know, because exposure, enough people, friend and friend, lead us straight. So there, there's there's a an appreciation for that protectiveness. Um, yeah. It comes off in some at some point, but. Certainly know it coming from a good place. Yeah. It's a nice little dance, man. Margaret, you sound like you have something to say? I'm not going there. Uh-huh. Um, following up on what both of them said, it would be nice if some people would just take themselves out of those little boxes that they lock themselves in for years. Just step out. Step out for a minute and just open yourself up to what is. Uh-huh. Because you have people who are in their 50s who are still stuck at 16 and 17 emotionally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man literally stuck there mm-hmm. so it would really be nice if you're listening just be kind to yourself just step out you don't have to tell anybody you're stepping out just step out 
and just look around. Open your minds and welcome some fresh air. Yeah, man. That's it. I don't need no permission from nobody. You just have to just do it. That's right. No permission. That's at right. Mm-hmm. You just have to just do it because and it's a nice thing, Margaret. When you just step out on the society for experience. Yeah, man. And it make you feel free. Beautiful things up, my first daughter. Feel so and free. Say, and we know 50s and now. And Tony talk about this all the while. All the way there, I said, no, at this conversation, I've less to live than we have lived before. Every one of us, whether we like this or no, say, we live past the prime in our 50s and we have less to live. So, a time for you to step out and just say, make it over. You don't much, otherwise, you don't much more. You, no, tomorrow, I promise you no one. Just come and enjoy the rest of your life because you don't know. Exactly. You don't know. Actually, I'd, I'd add one slight little, little um, tweak to that. Because certain men peak at different time, you know? So, mm. statistically, we have less time on the clock. But it don't mean someone later on. So your best days might still yet be in front of you. I you know because the time may be limited. You know, you can harvest all this experience that you have had and learned. I'm sure there's a lot of things we'd have done differently now with all the knowledge and experience you have. So even though statistically the days might be less that's remaining, we have a greater chance to benefit from our experience. So man and, man and woman peak differently. So our peak may yet still to come. No, I agree with you, Tony. I'd put that like a different day. When we say step out, your contribution may, might be exponentially bigger than the last 50 years once you step out yep. of your box. Yep. Because you have so much experience and so much we offer, but I just decide to step out. You, you exactly. don't even know. So may I, may I say exactly what I said, Tony. Not say I got contribute less because you have, have less time. The contribution might be exponentially greater than the first 50 years because I decided to step out. And it, and it should be, right? Yeah, there's yeah. something to say about youth, but experience, there's something equally to say about experience. And, and Jelly, if I could use this time, you know, because I don't want to end upon a solemn note, because this is made about memories, but one of our bona fide brethren dropped out this week, you know? Oh, yes. And it's it yeah. seven miles. And. Anybody listening to this podcast, we're not, no, we're, not, we're not morbid or anything, but it's just the reality of diminishing time. And to what even Dwight had said earlier, if you don't capitalize on what you have, everybody only have a certain amount of time. And good brethren, Kevin Miles, just, you know, the, the weird, the information we got from Maurice Minot was just putting his son to bed. And that was it. It appears to have been a heart attack, you know, and, Kevin is no longer around, so why? Enough respects to Kevin and his family and the friendship that we've had, man. Yeah, Tony, I agree with you. I know Kevin Myers good, good too. From Primacal and from, he was a good friend with Richie. Richie Ladu, my cousin. And all of them, so I know all of them out there. When I saw it, I was shocked. Uh, two or three weeks ago, he called me by accident and I called him back and I chit chat to him and a little bit on my senior's accent. So you just you're right, Tony. You're right. So as I say it's not it's not so we are in with we are, we are trying to be morbid or nothing. We just realize say and it's a reinforcing Margaret's earlier. Just expressing yourself, man. Just come out and don't be afraid to do it. That's what we really we are we are, we are giving a challenge for you to just come do it. It'll feel good. 
it will feel good just to come tell the story. Right? Not even tell the story, just come, just come out and say I'm going to start do something different. You know, this is not, a life on the street is not wrong or right, it's just a try. Yeah. It's just not the wrong or so, right. So, so may I draw Kevin, Kevin Miles' card just for like not the mood of it, right? So, uh, um, Dwight, you remember Kevin Miles? Um, no, the name don't ring a bell. If I see him, I probably remember. In PS, you know who he was. He must send in the book, I went send in the book. Okay. Kevin was a bigger youth still and a big in body, right? Right. So I am on come down from from states for spend some time, right? And met up a riddles with my people, man. But nine o'clock, Kiara blew up. Beep, beep. Look outside. You remember them old them Toyota Crown there where the police them used to drive? Yes. So Kevin, hear the man them come check. Buffy, Kevin. Richie Lodge and Plucky. Them four brethren that come up and said, Tony Moore, come walk our road. See me? So I will pile up in this old Toyota Crown because Kevin's dad was a, was a mechanic and so Kevin had access to the cars in his garage. So the man in Karama go Skateland. And if you know, Skateland still about? No. No. My name is so long ago. My name is Karen Bagos Skateland, and I wanted to hang out on a, a birthday name, look at Twit, Buffy, and introduce me to So I'll come home now. And you know, we're red, halfway through road, split to Reddles Road to go down to Don Robin, and then split. Is it Manningsville Road for Go Pastonia? Right where the split. Yeah, 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 Tony, Manningsville Road, and, and, and yeah, yeah. So I'll go, I'll go to Reddles, but so now we're up on Reddles Road. Before we could I get to Don Robin? One old man in a one little um, escort hunter. Remember the old hunters? Hillman hunter, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut him off, you know. I'm here, Kevin said. Wait, you know, say police. And so me, like, what police there? I'm not saying police. Kevin said, wait, you know, say police. I said, Kevin Lodge, draw down the car in front of the man and say, pull over. The little old man, pull over, you know. And brethren, before me know it, door flying on. Richie, Buffy, <laughs> Leon Chambers, Buffy, Plucky, Garfield Hall. All of the man, them round of the man care asking for driver's license and, and registration. You know. <laughs> the man, they put no officer, yes officer, seat your officer. I must say, Kevin Miles put a piece of interrogation upon the man. And you think me come out, me not the care, me the only little man in the care. I must say, ooh, you see the police ever come? A beer beat not going, man. So, right now, only me and Richie left to tell the tale. Because, boy, God bless him soul. Buffy drop out and gone. Leon Chalmers. Chambers. Plucky drop out and gone. Garfield. Mm. All. And, boy, Kevin drop out now. So, just me and Richie Lodge for tell the tale. But, boy, that was a fun. Well, can't say it the fun for me. Come at it frightened. I pull over, man. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, as simple as I'm going to take it to now, Liz and, and Dwight, I almost tour, we're talking for almost tour, you know, I'll only come in like a five minutes. Oh, wow. I said, them conversation, I'm going to, two, last couple of questions, now, but when, second to last, one, not really a question, but it's like, 
I'll just go on the table and ask. I'm going to ask, start with Liz first. Is there any question or topic you don't like comment about that I did not ask? Anything you want to say? Or me never bring up at all. Because a lot of times, people leave this thing, them conversation, yeah, and them go, man, and I say, ah, I'm going to tell Jelly that, you know, and I forget. So, no. no, nothing that you didn't ask, but um, when when you did ask about members, um, I, like, I remember I went to one of the fets that Meadowbrook had, and it was one of that location. I think it was up off Hope Road somewhere up there, sir. And a, a, yeah, a police officer's club. club. Yeah, man. No, yeah, it, was a, it was a barbecue. Yeah, it was a barbecue. A barbecue, yeah. Barbecue. Huh? Yes. <laughs> I remember that when you said that. I'm like, I did go to that that barbecue. I don't remember who the fuck was, but it was going from school. And I think maybe was it other schools, Max? I don't remember and, enough, and, but I remember that barbecue because I went as well. It was the only one I ever went to. Yeah, only one I ever went to. Shut down the barbecue. And I was like, okay, I guess I wasn't supposed to be here. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, no, no, no specific um topics that you did a couple. It was, it, it was fun. It was very interesting remembering. And Tony, with his elephant memory, I appreciate you, sir. <laughs> because outside of Maybe one and, and Max, I, I probably wouldn't have remembered some of the stuff that, that played out. Mm. Um, but, but uh, I appreciate it and it was fun and I enjoyed this conversation. All right, you, you, you mentioned something I kind of drama tongue. I remember a question I wanted to Tuanya now because it's appropriate to Tuanya, the first Meadowbrook couple. What is the song where you remember the most of Meadowbrook? A particular song? Yes. Deli, that would be a hard question for Liz because Liz used to know every song no, right That means you can't tell me why. Exactly. And do I have to answer that before him come again? Yeah. It only to me or her, but because I was one of them little disco boys. Um, <laughs> double Dutch bus. Which one, that? Oh, Double That's Dutch. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you meant I remember that for two, do I? Yes. <laughs> you know, the disco era, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have one favorite one? Not even for the white, you have a favorite one you remember him, Pan? Back then? <laughs> <laughs> You know, the sad thing is that I actually know what her song was, but I cannot remember it right now. Because every time I hear it, I remember, I think about her. Really? Yes, because we used to love it. And somebody had dedicated it to you. Let me tell you, some of the songs that I really like back then, you remember Stacey Lester? Yeah, yeah, man, yes, yes, yes. I love 
turf songs. I love turf. Found love on a two-way street. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Sukiyaki. Eh? Sukiyaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop, yeah. Yeah. And there was another one. Oh, God. There was another one with a, with a, a guy. But her songs, I, I love her about Lizzie breaking up a little bit. Your voice going in and out. Yeah, Liz, come closer to the phone. Outside of Sisalatisa, I really don't remember some of the others. So Max is going to have to remind me about that. that What about reasons, Lar? Oh, so we're not fine. Yeah, yeah, ma'am. Yes. There's a specific song. For the life of me, I can't remember it, but you used to love that song. I'm trying to... Was it a guy that sang it? Yes. I'm trying to... There is one. I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. I cannot remember his name. Sorry. It, it might come back before. Don't worry. It might come back before. <laughs> finish up. But a couple... Do I... The same question I ask. Is there anything... Wait, me could ask or something you like comment on what I did not ask? No. Honestly, no. Nothing. Um, I think for the most part, everything, in my opinion, was covered. Mm-hmm. But outside of everything else, this whole um, thing brought back a whole bunch of memories for me. Won't even lie. Good, good. That's what, that's what Liz said. You'd enjoy this more than her, and it, 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 I'm glad. Yeah, so yeah, Tony did bring back some some very lost, buried memories. Mm-hmm. I can't even lie. I appreciate that, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, right? rest assured, rest assured, Bredgen, even though he, we all know for whatever the reasons, man still a talk about your performance in one of the world and what you are. And recognize and recognize you for what you what you learn what you did. All right. So, so Margaret, the same question to you now. Is there any question you think we could ask any topic when we could have to bring up or that didn't bring up at all? No. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, uh, no, your questions are fairly, well, not fairly, are very well thought out. And Tony? I want to comment, Tony. Tony, I want to ask you a question. Do you have like a book? That you write down stuff in? <laughs> no, it's a serious question because I don't understand the detail that Tony has. Yes. It's not just I remember Tony have some detail. You were in first and second farm and you did this, this and this and this. no man. Who were it's your teammates and remember everybody? Yep. His member and this is not just for one person, you know. Michael and names. You know, I'll say this, um, Jelly, what you're doing for so many people, allowing people to relive the memories of what was arguably one of the best times in our lives is yes. quite significant, Jelly, therapeutic more than, you know, I'm going to say this over and over, but for, for, for some of us, we knew at the time that it was a special time, so we captured a little bit more than others, you know, and so for me... I thoroughly enjoyed my medical members from day one 
and it, and I recognized it at the time, and so I was just able to maybe lean in a little bit more, and yeah. um, it, it was truly, truly a special time. And you guys said it at the start. Are the people that make the difference in us, Sister and brethren? Are the people yeah. that we grew up with at a certain time? Yeah. And look, almost 40 years later, and Jelly provide this platform, we still a laugh and still enjoy each other. Truly a treasure. Mm. Yes. Yeah, Tony, I appreciate, I appreciate that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the last question I always ask everybody, you know, I'm going to start with you, Liz, and Dwight can end up. The same question I got to both of them, but you first, Liz. What made Meadowbrook magical? Um, what made it magical for me is, I, I have to go back to it, it's the friendships that I walked away with. Because I think they were a part of me getting through some difficult times, not just with school, you know, um, creating and, and forming that bond with friends that that surpass your five years or six years of high school is what makes it magical for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Outside of the people that I met and the people that I formed bonds and friendships with is if without Meadowbrook, I wouldn't have met my wife. Yeah, yeah. So that's a your magical moment from Meadowbrook. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> what, you see him can make me look bad? I, I should said the same thing, though. <laughs> yeah. I hear the white. I hear you. I hear you. Even, even after so much years, you still come yep. out and say, boy, you know, I forget that at all. You remember that. That's good. If there was, if for whatever the gods had aligned for me to end up at Meadowbrook and she end up at Meadowbrook, when we, when neither one of us chose Meadowbrook for one, and yeah, we're here now. So yeah, I'm, I'm cool with the way it ended up. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the two and have the same last, same and related, so that's even better. <laughs> This was fun. I like that conversation. This was fun. So, my girl on the table and asking, any last word, Liz? Any last word before we close this out? Uh, just this appreciation because I, I think outside of maybe even Maxine bringing this to my attention, I probably would never have done something like this. So, just, uh, I appreciate that and and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, positive and negative um, of my experiences was a teaching lesson for me so i enjoy being able to actually talk about it and seeing different perspectives from from other metaverse students that were there so i i thoroughly enjoyed it so thank you guys mm -hmm. and the any closing remark yeah my closing remark is is a two question is a two-part question for you 
<laughs> what was your magical moment at Meadowbrook? And what made you decide to do the podcast? Uh, well, two of them related, you know, the white. Two of them related. Magical moment at Meadowbrook for me was when we win sunlight in 1982. We broke the glass ceiling. The first time the school, I win a major trophy. And when we go back to Jamaica in 2016, Fierce called me, go down, go burn my whole day. Fierce called me, I said, Jelly, I have a thing for you, that's what I mean. And I said, hey, what, what honor you because we're about to win something and you're the captain of the team. And, and I said, really, I think everybody forget that. And in my right. mind, that was me thinking, say, not just our team alone. That wasn't about me, it was always about team. I think, right. say, when we put us in a black hole, it was like, the memory was going to be forgotten. We're about to achieve a whole heap in the 1980s. I right. named them off at the beginning of the podcast. So much trophy in road scholar right. everything. And I say, um, what motivates me is when Fierce said to me, say, Mab, that. And I said, but even if, I just want to start talks about some memories. And my mind is, Dwight, even if yeah. 10 years' time, I'm going to look on this. Even for me, yeah. when I go listen to it, I'm going to enjoy the story. Because I come talk to some friend if I football and cricket them want to talk, but I listen. But I know say I have the conversation with me know I'm gonna enjoy. But I can't kick up my foot and say, boy, I'm go and listen to some I like listening to some old music from back in the six seventies. Right, right. So that was my motivation. It was going to a black hole and I said me I go enjoy the conversation. Cause I know okay. we'd achieve something great at the school and it was going to a black hole. And I never want that happen. Gotcha. Never want that happen the So you asked a good question. That was my motivation. So fiercely and Tegreg, Dante. And two men reached out to me come down in 2016 and, and, give, and present me with a little plaque. And I appreciate cool, that. Cool. Yeah, go ahead. No, I said, cool. That's so cool. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. That's what motivated me. And then I realized from my start, you know, and I mean, I have Meadowbrook memories. And it's not only people play sports have memories. And right. pe- people have different Everybody remember different than everybody love their memories. True. Everybody love them one. You love your memory, you only unique memory, the good and the bad part. Liz, your right. wife love fair memories, both the good and the bad part. And when you talk about your memories, it make you feel good, man. Without a doubt. When you talk about your memories, it, it, it make you feel yeah, it man. It definitely gives you it warm your heart a little bit. Yeah man, yeah man, yeah man. It's like God say it's like you listen to some old music sometimes put in a different yeah. mood. Yeah, so what the story are we out there and you can't listen to them back this year. When you feel like you go back and listen to certain memory of that person has story. So, okay. I was motivated by by the man who inspired me. I'm really love Meadowbrook, man. And as Margaret reminded me last week, say, she loved Meadowbrook more than me. I mean, I said, okay. We <laughs> 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 met the mistake and said, the girl, I love Meadowbrook. I said, no, she said, no, excuse me. I'm yeah. realized, say, yeah, that is true. Yeah, I thought, just different. Yeah, go ahead, Liz. No, I'm saying we just differently. Yeah, right, exactly. Because the fuck is, you know, as Tony correctly said, you know, we love Meadowbrook because we are, we are perform. We know we are, in a sense, we in at the mid-sides, you know, and we look and look back on what we achieve, you know. And my, but may I say, but only love it because, you know, it was just there. A different sort of love, you know, you know just as strong and sometimes stronger, you know, and just love the environment, everything. We love it because we were on the field of perform. Dwight was on the field of perform the same way. You see, I said to you, I'll never get a chance to express himself fully, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. The memories are powerful, man. And everybody remembers different. Everybody remembers different. Yeah. So, Margaret, any last words? Or she gone? 
Go ahead, Margaret. Yeah. Um, just the same, as I always say, I appreciate you. I appreciate the guests who come on and share. I enjoy every single one that I've listened to. I've learned a lot. I've remembered a lot based on what people <laughs> said. I absolutely love Tony Muir. And I'm always happy to be a part of anything that he's a part of. Because he brings kind of memories. Yeah. And the smile. Yeah. Like, do I say, what parts? Repeatedly, that you kind of break up a little. So, like Dwight said, it, it warms your heart. Yeah, man. It makes yeah, your man. heart smile. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And you know what is my favorite part? Yeah. Jelly. <laughs> Jelly have some little mix-up way if it does slide in some little things. These things, right? And it's slick with it. So it's so hilarious to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so thank you. It's appreciated. And Laura, I appreciate you and Dwight coming. When I asked, I really didn't expect you to just say yes after that. So I was pleasantly surprised. Thank you very much. Yes, you know she's here, right? Exactly. Yes, she have to hold off a little and hold out. Hold out for a little bit, man. You do what I tell her again. She hold out for the man for so long to write it. For years, you know, fears. Tony, in the last word. <clears throat> You know, Meadowbrook family, one love years. Uh, bless up everybody. Lysander, Dwight, Margaret, Jelly. Just bless up everybody, man. Respect to the man upstairs and just one love to everybody. All right, people, gentle people. Let me call out on the name properly. Margaret Livermore, Tony Moore, and the first Meadowbrook couple come up on the podcast. Dwight. And Lysander Lawrence, appreciating the coming on. This was a blast. This was fun. And that's what it's all about. Just fun conversation, fun memories. And that's what that all is. That's all it's about. Just fun conversation and fun memories. No no gotcha question or nothing like that at all. Just fun conversation and fun. And I'm glad you came. I'm glad you came. I'm glad you came. Appreci appreciate it. Appreciate it. So. You're welcome. Yeah, man. Have a good night, Dwight. And Liz, yeah. have a good night. Good night, Tony. Good night. Margaret. Yeah, man, one more. Yeah, man, cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening to Meadowbrook Memories. And remember to give us all the support and encouragement you can on whatever social media platform you are listening. And special thanks to my production manager, Kyle Prince, who takes care of everything involved in getting the podcast out every week. And without him, this podcast would not be possible. It is his expertise that allows me to do what I love doing every week, having great conversations about Meadowbrook memories, and he responds by everything else. So again, thanks to my production manager, Kyle Prince.